0: To the inaugural episode of the Sunday Conversation Podcast, presented by Loyalty Liquors. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron, sitting across the table from me, 1,400 miles away, a man with many names, because nobody can pronounce his fucking last name, but no hair. What's up, Benny? How was your week,
1: pal? My week has been awesome. Um, definitely happy to be here, and uh, I definitely... Uh, I cannot wait to get this little uh, venture rolling because, I mean, who doesn't love
0: to just talk, right? Love it, pal. Listen, before we get going, why don't uh, why don't you tell the folks at home what you and Trevor are uh, are working on down there?
1: Yeah, so basically, Loyalty Liquors is a it's a small family owned operation. Uh, my buddy, his family owns a, a little like strip mall and there's a gas station and, um, they oh. had a, uh, empty shell of a, of a liquor store and it was closed. And I came down here to Texas about a year and a half ago and, uh, we, we opened up this little store and we've, you know, been fully in the swing of things. Um, we are nominated as a top small business in the area. Um, along with being voted actually number one liquor store in the colony, um, and uh, you know we got a wide variety of, of liquor and and a wine cellar and a couple of different clubs and um, it's definitely a it's a it's a beautiful little uh, venue. So.
0: Um. Yeah. No. I mean, from listen, I've I've only seen it through through Instagram and stuff. Actually, you want to uh, you want to plug that Instagram so people can go check it out if they want.
1: Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's loyalty underscore liquors one two one. And then the uh website is loyalty liquors one twenty one dot com. Uh you can check that out and there's uh you know a whole variety of things on the website. We uh we offer, you know, a wine club and, and we do wedding and event catering, so you know, other options as well. It's just the uh, and we got a drive through. I mean
0: doesn't oh shit! Peop- all, all our in people, in Kine- oh, a lot of people in Connecticut, people yeah. in Connecticut, don't even know what the fuck you're talking through. about. But that—that's a real thing. Um, well, I mean, I can't think of a more perfect segue than to get into talking about our uh, our little wine giveaway we're going to do here with this first episode. So, um, what we're going to do is we're going to pick three listeners that will win a bottle of wine out of my personal collection Uh, could be, could be anything could be, you know, a $15 bottle from some tiny little French producer that you've never heard of. That's a grape you've probably never had before, but, um, or, you know, there's bottles that are upwards of 50 to a hundred bucks in there. So what we're going to do, well, first let's, let's go over the rules and what we're going to do. So this podcast will be up on Spotify as well as, Uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, So two simple, simple rules to enter. Um, What we're going to have you do is screenshot your screen as you follow, either follow on Spotify Podcasts or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Send the Sunday Conversation Instagram page, which is just at Sunday Conversation, the screenshot of you following along. And then uh, the second part of it will be um, just a little trivia question, simple. Uh, Ben and I were born in the same month at some point during this episode, we will drop what month that is. Um, so just send the answer to the question, a screenshot, and then we'll pick the winner, um, sometime next week. It's going to depend. Hopefully this gets up on, um, both platforms by Sunday. Um, that way we can pick somebody by midweek. If not, we'll adjust, uh, accordingly, but then every week going forward, we'll be dropping on Sundays. So just to get into that a little bit more, what we'll have you do is if you picked as a winner, I will contact you directly through direct message on Instagram and ask you, what do you like to drink? You know, just a few simple questions, you know, do you like red or white? Do we like, like Cabernet? Jack. Yeah. Well, I figured as much. Um, and what I'll probably do is, you know, match up what you like with something in my collection, which might be something you've not had before, but, uh, I've been doing this for quite some time and, I, I may not trust my brain all that often, but I trust my palate, and I will pick something for you that will be right up your alley. I guarantee it. Um, not a bad way to get a good bottle of wine, huh, Benny? No, it's actually a great way. It sounds free to me. If, I uh, don't actually, I don't know of an easier way to get yourself a $50 bottle of wine other than robbing a liquor store. Um, and
1: <laughs> I have firsthand experience of of, <laughs> of a robbery. I actually captured a robbery. In process, got the bottles back. Um, we'll show that video someday. It's it's comical Forty five thousand views on TikTok. You know, people <laughs> people got the people going.
0: Um, but where we kind of wanted to start today um, started off a conversation I had with my younger brother last night. So for those of you that don't know, I have a seventeen year old brother who's a junior in high school right now, going into his senior year next year. And him and I were talking about, you know, some stuff that had been bothering him, but he brought up this point that him as a kind of mature 17 year old has a hard time talking to people because he's not good at making small talk, which, you know, I think a lot of us suffer with. um...
1: Absolutely. Because I mean, it's hard sometimes.
0: Well and like I I think the lowest common denominator of human interaction is talking about the weather. Like everybody has an opinion and you can't be offended by it, but everybody has something to say about the weather and I, I fucking hate it.
1: I do I do notice that just going with a simple like how's your day going is is often it it works very well. Like oh hey, well, how's your day going? And sure. then, and then ho- hopefully like in the process of you know whether you're checking out at the store or not it's like Oh hey how's your day going and then and then something comes up where like you know they don't even get to really finish the question but you know it's at least like you know you tried and and maybe it put a little smile on their face like oh that person cares a tiny bit
0: even if you don't but you right. know real, real realistically what i i wanted to get to is that like i think part of the reason that 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 is you know, what a lot of these kids are are feeling these days. And actually I saw something on Instagram today that I sent to you that I found very interesting. It was a, it was a study that said, uh, the average high school kid today has the same level of anxiety as the average psychiatric patient in the early 1950s. So I found that very interesting. And I think a lot of it is because of cell phones. It's the way these kids interact with each other. They don't Talk face to face anymore. They don't go outside and play. You know, their their childhood is so much more um, shut in compared to ours, and all their interaction gets done behind a screen. So, like, when it comes time to actually talk to each other, they have nothing to say.
1: Right? Or it's like, oh, I already know what you're doing anyway because I, I'm oh, friends dude. with you. Yes, but but you do like you think like I was I was coaching hockey for a couple of years you know, and these kids, like every kid's got an Instagram and every kid's got probably like over 2000 followers. And, you know, like, I wonder if I was like, Hey, like how many of those people have you met in person? If they, you know, hopefully they'd be like, you know, majority of them, but it's like, I guarantee it's not really the case. You know, it's like, you know, that's especially now with the whole, like, you know, you could just buy followers or, or whatever. And, right, right. you know, it just becomes like, <laughs> how much did uh, you pay for that person? And, 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 uh, have you ever met them?
0: Uh, I'll never, I'll never forget. And I'll, I'll redact the name so that, uh, nobody gets embarrassed listening to this. But I remember I was, I was talking to this girl at one point and she had something like, uh, like 26,000 Instagram followers. And I was like, that's fucking wild. Like, you know, just a normal person from Connecticut that, um, you know, had a had a fitness page and, you know, was, was in good shape. And the advice she was giving was good. But she had 26,000 Instagram followers. I was like, that's crazy. And then I remember, like, a couple days later, I was on her Instagram page and it had jumped to, like, 34,000 followers. And I was like, nobody gets 8,000 followers in a week. I'm like, that's wild. And then I started to look. And it's all these fucking, you know, Instagram farm accounts. And like, isn't that crazy as a society where people are paying not even for actual people to follow them, but just for the perception or to create the perception that they're that much more popular than they actually are? Right. Okay. And perfect example.
1: Um, I mean, obviously, you got to look at like the the interactions that are happening uh, you know, with their accounts. like, so when I, I had the little, uh, my venture of, of Vermont maple infusion and yeah, uh, actually so, hey,
0: talk, talk, talk about that a little bit, what that was before you get into what you're going to say.
1: Uh, what that was, was a, a little, you know, my moonlight operation of kind of, I was at a point in my life where I was like, man, like I, I kind of want to, you know, create something for myself. And then you know, talking with a few friends, I came up with, you know, an idea of doing an infused, um, you know, CBD maple syrup. Right. So in doing so, it's like, boom, get on the Internet, figure out how to buy, you know, you know, the business name, get all that. um, And then, you know, start, you know, start marketing and, you know, trying the social media. And uh, so I come across this this girl who had like a huge following and it was a a friend of a, a friend of a friend. And, um, it was like, I think she had like something like 96,000 followers. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. 900,000 followers. Okay. And, um, so, you know, she did like, I guess you could say like more like seductive shoots you know that's her her <laughs> sure. like her following but so I mean I'm just like very uh, very eloquently <laughs> said by you right there <laughs> well it's like I'm just trying to figure out a way to get you know my my business name out there so it's like right. I hit her up and she's like oh yeah it'll be a like a hundred dollars for a story and uh like you know two hundred dollars for a post and uh oh but since you're you're friends of a friend like i'll give you a discount so it's like it came out to be like you know pretty much like 50 bucks for an instagram story post and then you're like like thinking like looking at her page it's like okay she's got nine hundred thousand followers and she's got 1026 likes
0: right you know like
1: okay i'm i'm probably not gonna go ahead and 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 pay this person
0: to well she's only because especially because the people that are choosing to follow choosing in quotation marks to follow her you know she's not even converting two percent of those people into like liking her content and if that's the case then yeah there's, there's something fishy there for sure when it comes to like interaction
1: yeah like i truly wonder how much people actually pay like have you i've never i mean i never looked into to buying followers. So I don't know like what the going rate is now. Like, you know,
0: no, no, nor, I think it's relatively cheap because I think it's basically like these like computer farms in India and shit. will just create an algorithm that will just, you know, the, uh, the algorithms only job will to be, you know, create an Instagram account and then follow this person. That's all the algorithm does. So I don't think it's like that expensive. Um, but whatever whatever it may be you know the fact that people are paying just to, yeah you
1: know, it, little, it's 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 bizarre i actually i mean i saw what was a quote i think i i sent to you the other day about you know just the perception of instagram and it's like right you know the the amount of people that are are just in debt up to their eyeballs trying to yeah Portray an image, and it's like, you know, the house of cards is gonna come crashing down. I, I, like you've read more articles about like, Instagram model, you know, fifty thousand dollars in debt, like flying around country trying right. to bribe their way into to resorts, or it's like that's no, it's no way to live. It, it's just it's saturated,
0: you know. But but so let me let me ask you because we were talking about high school kids and how this hall affects you. Do you think? that you know as they mature into young adults and adults like that they will overcome this like inability to interact socially the way our generation and generations prior to us have or do you think that this is going to be a thing where like there's legitimately legitimately a generation of people who like don't know how to interact with each other
1: well what like perhaps the thought that like okay in the nineties and the OOs, you went off to college, you know, they call I mean?
0: those the, and they call those the odds, by the way, the OTS. The OTS? Is yeah. that O T O U G O U G H T S the OTS. the OTS. So a little, little lesson for all you motherfuckers out okay. there. Okay. So
1: in the OTS, it's like you, you took your, you know, you went to college to find yourself, um, you know, now it's like, you're noticing like college is becoming like, you know, okay, what's your Instagram highlight reel? Like, how many unbelievable, like frat parties and costume parties and, and, you know, like sorority trips have you been on and, and posted about? Because, you know, that right there is going to be your, your currency for the next couple years coming out of, you know, college. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I was, you know, hot shit in college, and and here I am right. in the real world. Um, you know, at the local club. You know, I got, you know, four thousand followers because I, you know, beer luge. You know, <laughs> a, something out of some guy's, you know, ass crack. Right, and right, It's like, you know, it's like what what type of name are are you kind of like? Yeah, you know, and, and I'm I'm not saying I'm like you know perfect over here like geez whoever went to right. college with me
0: knows i think uh i think we should we should make that a point that neither of us are geniuses by any stretch of the imagination we are well into double digit oh, between the two of us um I you think know, we're, just, we're just speaking on on you know no, we're, our.
1: Viewers. we're observant we're just observing we're just
0: by the seeing... by the way i spelled aughts wrong it's a u g h t s so hot start stay hot, Aaron.
1: Hey, yeah, there you go.
0: But either way,
1: <laughs> it's like, Hey, th- there you have it. Kid doesn't even know how to spell. <laughs>
0: but so, so I guess though, the, like to play devil's advocate and the flip side of it is like, because these kids are so in tune with social media and you know, what, um, what the world online has to offer, Do you think that we're going to see a generation of kids that is, um, you know, becomes totally sufficient at or proficient, I guess I should say, at running online low overhead businesses because they're so in tune with technology and how to maximize social media that they're going to know how to market and do all these things online without any real formal training because they've kind of grown up with it? Yeah, I
1: mean totally. And then on the flip side, it's like you start thinking about, okay, look at all these different apps that you can that you can trade stocks on, okay? Sure. On my phone, I can get on I can get on my Fidelity app and I can I can trade as the market, you know, goes. I don't have to call anybody. I'm just yeah. I can make a trade, okay? In 1996, when my dad was following this company Vasoactive Pharmaceuticals and he was like, in the newspaper and and he's like oh my gosh this thing's going up every day it's going up every day dumps like 30 grand into this stock in like 96 and then like the next day the newspaper comes out and there's like three lines like next to the to, to like the ticker name and like they had some like government shutdown and you know he lost <laughs> all all his money but it's just like You know what I mean? Like he had to wait for the newspaper to come and like see, you know, what, you know, so it's like nowadays if a kid, you know, could be playing a game on his phone or he could be, you know, messing around with with like 20 bucks and, you know, cryptocurrency or the stock market and just like see where it goes. And it's like that that never used to be available. It's like
0: yeah like it's that, actually that's that's a that's a good point or something you bring up because it, it reminded me of uh when when the you know u.s and almost world economic collapse of 2008 happened uh i was a freshman in college um i literally wasn't even going to my own college classes i went to uh, a yukon class with my buddy matt and um I had read an article about bank of America stock and it had gone down to $1, one us dollar. And I was like, well, fuck bank of America is not going out of business. Like I should buy this now. So I went online while I'm sitting in this class that, like I said, wasn't even my fucking class. And I was trying to figure out how to buy $2,000 worth of bank of America stock in 2008. And you just couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. Like, there was, like, a couple applications that had come out, but you still had to have a broker. You still had to have an account through it. wasn't as simple as, you know, Robinhood, you know, forget forget their rough couple of days at the beginning of last week. But you couldn't just go on, link your bank account, and buy $2,000 worth of Bank of America stock. Um, so, like, these kids these days are, like, a fucking a huge advantage that we didn't have when when we were their age. Oh,
1: totally. I mean – Just in general. I mean, I I don't know how how in depth I want to get about like, you know, cheating in college, but like the white (laughs) iPhone, like the white iPhone sitting on top of a, of a, of a paper of a test at school blended in exceptionally well. And you could pretty much Google any question you, you had. I mean, um, you know, I'm sure someone will get a chuckle out of, out of that, but, uh, I mean, it's the truth. It's like, you know, give, give a millennial a problem and, and they'll, they'll solve it rather quickly. It's like, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, no, no shit for sure. Um, so Benny, why don't we kind of jump into, um, how we got to this point where this whole thing came from. Right. So just a little backstory for those of you listening. Um, Ben, like you said, had moved to Texas about a year and a half ago.
1: Hey, let, let's go farther back. Let's go like back to Might Hockey.
0: Okay. All right. You're right. You're right. So Ben and I probably met about 25 years ago, uh, Might Hockey, uh, for Echo in Bolton, Connecticut, where he would go on to have a, a junior college and then a professional career, and I went on to uh be a men's league all-star in fact my best hockey years were in men's league but the uh the first time we were on a team together you know and, and really remembered it was when we were probably like 10 so so 20 years ago
1: yep yeah it was the uh the uh echo b team it was arguably one of my most fun years of hockey uh i'm pretty sure like we would have given the A team a run for their money, like just yeah. out of like yep. heart. Like um, we're talking like team, team USA versus team <laughs> Russia. You know what I mean? Like the Czech, the Czech
0: Republic, like we, we were all the cast offs. We were the, like that team. When you look at it was all the problem children. It was the ones who, you know, were good hockey players, but just didn't want to listen to the coaches and shit. And so they put us all, it was like the inmates running the prison, you know, they just put us all on one team
1: yeah yeah. and uh, we had a blast. learned a ton. like that was uh, th- those were integral integral parts. and like we're obviously not a hockey podcast in in no way, but I definitely think you're gonna hear a lot of hockey references just because the game of hockey kind of shaped who we are as people, For sure. you know straight up. I mean, people forget I snapped it around the diamond a little bit in college too, playing baseball, but I
0: mean, I'm a hockey player. So, uh, yeah, I think there's something to be said about the fraternity of hockey players. You know, there's, there's this thing where, you know, I know for you and for myself that a lot of my closest friends still to this day are guys I grew up playing hockey with. And there's something about just like going through and not to call it a battle because that's, you know, doing a disservice to the people that are actually serving this country and stuff. Um, But that like emotional and physical struggle that you go through together to reach a common goal, like there's something to be said about, about, you know, your teammates going through that. And, you know, once you learn to, to fight together and fight for each other, I mean, it's an unbreakable bond.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, it's, I think it's different than most other sports because, you know, it's like, you know, football is a, is an extremely hard sport, but it's like, You got two teams on a football team. It's like the offense and the defense. They don't even ride the same bus together to a game. It's like you got you got twenty guys on a hockey team. You know, depending what level you're playing at, maybe twenty six guys. You know, but it's like it's a it's a bond. It's a brotherhood, and it's it's like interchangeable. It's like okay, you're on this team. You know, you get traded to another team. It's like all right, takes a you know obviously if you're a dipshit. You know, people don't (laughs) like you and you just keep getting dealt around. But, you know, for the most part, it's like you're going to fit in anywhere you go simply, you know, off the fact that, you know, you've just kind of all been through the bs you know to get right. to whatever right. point you're at
0: <laughs> yeah i mean hockey players are all kind of cut from the same cloth and that's why we run when we run into each other even if we don't know each other you know you, you just you, you just get along but um not to talk about hockey too too much but that's how we met and then you know i'd say probably like 10 years ago you know we we Throughout our teenage years and stuff like that, we were, you know, we were still close, but, you know, we didn't hang out that much. We had enough of our own stuff going on. And then, you know, probably about 10 years ago, we started to run into each other a little bit more and go out of our way to hang out a little bit more. And, you know, for me anyways, that was when I kind of realized that, you know, our brains were on a similar wavelength in the sense that, you know, you were a very open-minded individual I like to explore, you know, random ideas. And, you know, that's kind of where our real friendship, our modern-day friendship started. Um, and then to bring it to to more present day, um, you moved to yeah. Texas about – go ahead. I was just going to say,
1: I mean, I moved to Texas about a year ago. You've been in New Haven. I, I'm a little more than a year, year and a half ago. Um, you've been in New Haven, but, you know, the, the idea of this podcast – shout from... out gun waving <laughs> um the idea from this you know or for this podcast kind of it it came because we talked every sunday right. and r- randomly for the last we'll call it for this year pretty much right and uh you know we talked about modern day issues that that you know are are solvable and you know we talked about You know, I guess, you know, you want to say like, uh, like our investing, like our portfolios. Yeah, I mean, we've kind of, we've kind of been, well, well, actually, we just had an anniversary March, uh, what was it? March 3rd. Oh, March, uh,
0: March 4th.
1: March 4th.
0: Armed Forces Day, March 4th.
1: Bar Taco. Yeah,
0: um, Bar Taco West Hartford. Yep.
1: And uh, I told you about cryptocurrency. And, uh, shout out Kevin Beauregard. You're the man. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was, I guess, I bet you that was the real start of
0: like, I mean, yeah, I, I remember, I remember that night pretty vividly. I was, I was, you know, we were sitting against, uh, that back wall in bar taco and you were explaining this thing to me. And I, you know, as I always tend to do with you is, you know, I have always have a little bit of skepticism. That's just who I am. And, I remember asking you, well, like, what is it? What does it do? And you were like, kind of trying to tell me, but you weren't 100% sure yet yourself. And, you know, but you showed me the returns and I looked at it and I said, all right, like, let me, you know, let me at least like keep an eye on it. And I remember I downloaded Coinbase and I watched it for uh, about a week and it just went up consistently. I think when you showed it to me, it was probably about 28 bucks and a week later, it was up to $70. And this is Ethereum we're talking about. And I right. was like, well, I don't need to know how it works. I'll <laughs> know it's that it's making money. Yeah, no, it
1: was wild. And obviously, I got in at like, it was around, I think, well, I, I first started watching it, was like $7.50. And I watched it for a couple of days and then it got up to like 11 bucks. And uh, so then I kind of was like, I was invested in it. And, uh, I was starting to, you know, dump some money in it. And the only thing I had of of the knowledge was that, you know, it was sort of like future money (laughs) or like the future of money sort of. And uh, I mean, meaning, you know, from that point on, you and I had something to talk about every single day because it was just a, a wild ride. And so you know, that was that that was the point I feel like in our relationship, it kind of like separated us in terms of like, OK, now this is kind of like what we're interested in. You know, like yeah. we're interested in in where the world's going, you know, the world economy, the, you know, ways to, to, you know, kind of progress ourselves through life. And and obviously there's going to be setbacks for everybody. We've we've lived, we've learned. I, I, yeah. I know that your your dad has had some. Some extremely funny, funny investment stories over over time. I mean
0: shout, shout out my dad. He could have like nine houses right now, but he sold Apple like a year before the iPod come out came out. Good job, Dad. Thanks. How's Ames <laughs> doing today? Chapter eleven, bankruptcy. Good call, Dad. <laughs> um, no, but to, to kind of bring this back to, you know, where this podcast came from. Yeah, I mean, we were we were talking last week and it was like You know, there's some there's some actual good content and and not content in the sense of like entertainment, but like the the, what we're talking about is is applicable to a lot of people. And so we literally said, you know, fuck it. Let's let's record something. And so for those of you listening, whenever this will drop, hopefully Sunday morning, uh, we recorded literally an entire episode on Thursday night,
1: 55 minutes and 32 seconds.
0: 55 minutes and 32 seconds we were trying to wrap it up and i got kicked out of my skype account and my account got locked and we lost the entire thing uh which was a blessing in disguise cuz it was shit and you know maybe this is shit too but that one was really shit at least this one we can feel a little bit better about but um you know kind of the objective is is to you know show people um that are listening you know, watching, there will be video content that comes out with this as well. Um, What it's like as a millennial to create something from the ground up. Now, granted, we've taken a very simplistic, very low overhead idea and trying to put it into, um, into practice. But I think, you know, it will be at least a little bit interesting for people to kind of follow along and see two guys that have, you know, a, a zero, zero knowledge of any, like,
1: mics, cameras, um, computers, like, I'm not a tech guy. So, you know, with each day, I'm learning and and right there is a lesson in itself. It's like, you know, don't be scared. Don't be scared to to kind of like venture out and and try something new. And, and it's like, what's the worst that could happen? Someone's gonna just gonna rip on me? Like, that's been happening my entire life. Like, I I don't, you know, you got to kind of just you know, beat that fear kind of just like, well, Aaron and I talk every every Sunday. It's like our points are, are valuable. It's like, all right, let's 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 turn it into a podcast. And if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. And if not, it's like, at least we can say we tried. That's the best part. It's like, hey, we gave it a fair chance. Hey, we're going to record every Sunday uh, yep. forever. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, whether, whether or not we're going to get, you know, listeners or 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 whatever. we we don't care. this is this is interesting to us. We get to, you know, just talk. and and that's that's something that not enough people do. yeah, me. I
0: was just I was just gonna say, I think there's like this like because we're so connected all the time, because if you have a question for somebody, you can just reach out and text them or you know, you whether you' you know, um talk to each other through Snapchat or Instagram or whatever, like, Your interactions are shorter, but you don't have like these like long form conversations where you're actually learning about the person you're talking to or, you know, gaining advice from them. You know, the two of us have similar mindsets, but, you know, have been through very different life experiences up to this point that have led us to similar situations and similar places. But um you know, how we got there is different. So our perspectives are different from each other. And therefore in talking to each other, you may view something differently than I view it. And your perspective may help me understand it a little bit better and vice versa. And I think as a general, our generation, you know, we were talking earlier about the younger generation and how they lack the social skills period. But like our generation is experiencing a bunch of that too. where like, you know, how often do you call your best friend and just say, Hey man, how's it going? You know? What happened this week? You know, what's up with this? You know, how's your family doing? Like, it doesn't happen anymore. When you think back to, like, our parents' generations, they were so in tune with their friends and, like, their friends' families and stuff that, like, you yeah, know, they were they're bonding each other
1: like, on their rotary phones. Like, that's all they had to do. Like, sweet, you know, how long is your rotary phone cord? How many how many right. rooms in your house <laughs> right. can, can you get to with your cord? Which, it, it's crazy to think, you know, I remember growing up, like, my mom was always on the phone, always yeah. on the phone.
0: Yep.
1: And it's like, you know, not a bad thing. I guess she was just, you know, talking to people, but now it's not like you're always on the phone, but it's like, you don't even need to talk anymore. You're texting yeah. people, yep. you're sending video messages, you're Snapchatting, you know, Instagram story, Facebook live, like you, you name it. It's like, you're, you're like, Oh man, I cannot tell you. Like, you and I are very lucky to have lived through the unique time of the beginning oh, of the event. Oh, totally. Internet. And, the, you know, for those of you who are listening, and I know there's going to be people listening that didn't ever have to deal with this, but you – you know, my, my sister, she, she was a fiend. She's two years younger than me. She's, she's my best friend. Shout out, Samantha. What up, um, Hans? She – You know, like, hey mom, can I go online? Mom, can I go online? And you know, she'd run upstairs and you know, dial up internet. And then the phone, you know, I I literally was just mentioning how my mom was always on the phone. Well, guess what? You're not on the phone anymore because (laughs) Samantha's on the internet. And it's like you got a
0: second phone line.
1: Right, right. And you know, we we were late to the game as it was, like with the old school whatever computer. But it's just like you know you had to you know like waiting for it to to fire up it's like you might as well have had a pull start for your computer and and like (laughs) choked it and primed it before you, you you like fired it up but and like now here we are it's like boom you know um you know, constant, right in our hands, right at the tips of our fingers. And uh, yeah,
0: it's it's weird. I remember the first personal computer we had at home. It had fifty six k, windows ninety five, and it had two gigabytes of physical memory. My cell phone sitting next to me has 128 gigabytes of physical memory and is 9 million times faster than that fucking thing ever was. But it didn't matter. At that time, you were like, holy shit, this is magic. You know, this is incredible. Um, but, yeah, same. I mean, we didn't have high-speed internet until I was in high school. Um, you know, so, like, the computers had progressed at that point. But, I mean, the technology is wild. And you wonder if we're going to get to a point or if we're at a point where, like, you know, how much further can we realistically take this, you know, like cell phones nowadays, the, the, you know, the new models, the up upgrades between, or, or, you know, between them and the previous model are getting less and less. Like the newest iPhone just has a new camera, right? Like that was the big thing about it.
1: Right. But I I mean, I definitely, I completely agree with you, but I think you need to now look at, at, technology the advancement of technology as a pure capitalistics you know like from a pure capitalistic perspective it's like okay hey sure. app apple what are we gonna do how are we gonna make some money all right we're gonna take away um you know the the iphone or the headphone jack yep. um, and now okay we're gonna sell this little thing um to plug into the bottom of your, of your lightning cable to plug in your headphones it's like all right. Now they're just finding ways to to sort of to make money, but the technology side of it also is they're finding ways to uh, cre- create new updates. It's like you constantly, sure. you know, like I think we we just had to I just had to update my Skype, like yep. re-download something new. I couldn't get onto my Skype, so right. it's like th- there's constantly going to be, you know um like hoops that you're gonna have to jump through, which which is a beautiful little segue into kind of also why we're having this this talk on this podcast, and that's the the ability to kind of to create and, and do you know something that is completely different than, than, than we did in, you know, the past, I guess you could say
0: here, I'll, I'll give you a good example, right? Like, so, you know, photography is a hobby of mine. It's not, it's not something that, you know, I do for money. Um, not that I wouldn't, it's just, you know, I, I don't think I practice enough or am good enough at it to, to realistically monetize it. And I don't, you know, know that I necessarily even think about it or want to, it's, it's, you know, it's a fun hobby for me, but it's not anything more than that. If it wasn't for technology though, you know, I got a DSLR camera, whatever, uh, probably probably about the time you moved to Texas, probably about a year and a half ago. And if it wasn't for technology, I don't know that I would have ever learned how to use the thing. Because you turn it on and it's a little bit daunting, right? I mean, you can shoot in auto mode and it's it's easy enough. You know, the camera will do most of the work for you. But if you want to realistically capture an image the way you perceive it in your mind, you know, you have to play with the settings. You have to go into manual shooting mode and you have to play with the settings and, you know, get the lighting the way you want it, get the filters and the, uh, you know, the aperture, the shutter speed. You want to get all that stuff where you want it. I didn't know jack shit about any of that. Like, I think I had a decent eye and that I could see something, but I didn't know how to fucking capture any of that shit. So what did I do? I looked it up on YouTube and watched videos and learned what all this stuff meant and all that. And like, so we live in a day and age where there's so much information at your fingertips that if you want to create something like a podcast, like we're doing now, you know, if you want to, um, you know, if you want, if you're into fitness and you want to create a fitness Instagram page and try to monetize that, like the amount of information you have at your fingertips is, you have more information in your pocket right now than Julius Caesar had in the known world at that point. I mean, maybe if they hadn't burned down the Library at Alexandria, things could have been different, but they did. So you have more information in your pocket right now than some of the greatest rulers the world has ever known had.
1: That's that's like one of my, my favorite memes is like there there's more nacho cheese flavor in a single Dorito currently than there was like flavor in the entire world, like pre-1800. I, I don't know. It's, it's like we're we're just at an absolute like wealth vastly wealth you know of knowledge that's just completely available and it's like you know it's like I drove by the the library today it's like oh I definitely want to go in there and and check it out and and it's like get a book but it's like okay um I was just uh you know, suggested a book on the, you know, on my phone Mm -hmm. and I went on Amazon and I ordered it, you know, to my house and uh, I'll be there tomorrow. (laughs) Right. It's like, I don't need to go to the library, but not saying that that's, you know, I mean, the reason to go to the library is, is is to kind of explore, you know, topics, I guess, that, that you wouldn't know about, but here I am, like now I can backtrack again. It's like you can like, explore endlessly, you know, you're, right. not, you're going right. to the bathroom. you're you can explore. you're you're in bed, you can explore. It's like yep. you're at work, you can explore. you're you're wherever, you know, it's like it we have the knowledge at our fingertips, and it's like whether or not you want to use that knowledge. Or, or the the ability the access to the knowledge is is completely up to you and it's right.
0: I, I do think there is something like extremely valuable about reading books still and this is something that I've you know I don't necessarily set
1: yeah, the reason we're having book club on here
0: right. I don't I don't necessarily set New Year's resolutions, but like I, I wrote out a list on my um, of goals that I, I put up on my fridge that I kind of want to you know stuff none of it's overly complicated, but stuff I want to work towards this year. And one of them was read a new book every month on a different topic. And so, um, originally I was planning on going to Norway this month. Um, but I decided to push it back a year because I want to, um, allow some people to, to come with me, um, that aren't able to right now. Shout out Dill. Shout out Colby. Shout out the troops. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Um, But I started to read everything I could about Norway on the internet, right? I was reading, you know, about the culture and the people and the history and all this stuff. And then, you know, I started to think in my head, well, like Norway is a super old country that has the Vikings. And with that comes Norse mythology and Thor and Odin and, you know, all these characters that people kind of know a little bit about. And I was like, I don't realistically know that much. So rather than going on the Wikipedia page about Norse mythology and doing a 10 minute crash course, I bought a book about it and like that's the book i'm currently reading that's my 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 month of march uh book and like i think there's something to be said about actually diving deep into a topic right exactly that, which we you know, were talking kind of random
1: you know yeah not not to cut you off but you know it's we were talking about the whole reading thing and it's like you can read a book and and you know, we are specifically, we are talking about like vocabulary yep. and like when, when to use words and, and, you know, reading, I guess, you know, you can read on the internet now too, but sure. reading a, reading a book is a good way to get your eyes off the screen for a little while sure. and, and, you know, grab a book that, that has an interesting topic to you and you start reading and you start seeing, you know, different words used in different ways that maybe you didn't realize you know worked well together and you know you're only really improving your own your own speech by by reading you know there's definitely you know there's something said to to you know about just reading a book and and the different kind of you know your brain's working differently no matter what you want because and, and here's another like think about like you're on your phone reading what's okay. what's off to the right a little bit some advertisement sure. you know for something it's like and whether you you know want to believe it or not it's like that is subconsciously taking some of your oh
0: there's you know, a reason your why focus. it is where it is in your eyesight because they've done the studies that you know most people look things on the right side of their screen because they're right-handed um no you're you're totally right and i think the the, the great thing about about books is, you know, it might be a totally random topic, but like you said, it helps you just like create those bridges in your brain of, you know, it's just connectivity, right? You might have this one idea and then you have a second idea and you don't know how they're necessarily correlated. And then all it takes is you read one little passage and you're like, Oh shit, this is where this and this kind of connect together. And it helps you just make that mental connection in your head. And I, I think it's invaluable. And honestly, like, you know, I would say there was years where, you know, I didn't read enough or, you know, read things, you know, I read a lot of wine books, um, cause it was, it was important to my everyday life, but like, I wasn't reading anything kind of outside of that. I mean, everything I was reading was either wine spirits, cocktails. Um, and that was kind of about it. And then you know, I became somewhat of an expert. I wouldn't consider myself an expert, but um, on those topics, and then I stopped reading because I felt that I had learned what I needed to know, and, you know, from time to time I'd pick a book up, but I felt that that was leaving a gap in my overall knowledge of just everything, just, you know, random
1: Right, topics. like now now you know a ton about wine, but it's like, you know, what do you well, know what about? Well, what else can
0: I talk about? Right, you know?
1: Right. So
0: someone says uh, what's your 401k and I said I don't know about that but did you hear about this guy who bought these bottles at auction you know <laughs> 1.2 million dollars that's pretty good you know
1: <laughs> Yeah no and it's and, and that's that's the beautiful thing it's like you know there's there's endless knowledge to be had and and someone that says they know everything um is you know for one a liar and for two the person that you're like least going to want to like, associate with. I mean, right. If, if we're, you know, just being real, it's like, I want to, I want to be friends with the person who, who doesn't know how or, or like is okay with not knowing how to do something or, and, and has the, the mindset that they want, like, are willing to learn because that's right. like where we are in our world. Like, for one, I will say, like, in, like, modern day, if you are willing to work, if you're willing, like, willing to work, there will always be work. Now, that means not just be willing to work and do one thing. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I went to school to, you know, to be a, you know, a scientist. I can only get a job in science. Well, like, that is where you know, the mind, that mindset is, is, is probably going to be one that may fail where it's like, okay, I went to school for science. I can't get a job in science, but I can get a job in, you know, landscaping or, you know, it's like, or whatever window washing, like anything. It's like, sure. Whether or not you're just willing to, to do, I guess is, is more of the, you know, the, like the message that I have. And, um, like one of my dad's favorite, you know, quotes, I guess is work begets work. Meaning if you're just doing some work, you know, whether maybe it like for you, we'll just call it like, you know, doing a tasting or something. Sure. Well now so-and-so at your tasting, you know, walks up to you and is like, Hey, I'm, I really love what you're doing. Um, I'm having an event on you know next friday night 200 right. people i'd love to, for you to be like you know the sommelier there um, sure. i'll pay you x amount of dollars and like bam right there you're getting an opportunity just because you're already out there you know and it's like that is is kind of something that you know people aren't willing to do like yeah i think a there's
0: spade a spade to spade There's definitely something to be said about getting outside of your comfort zone when it comes to work. Um, And it's interesting, since I moved to New Haven, you know, I've been living down here now about two and a half years. um, And I started bartending a little over a year ago as just, you know, uh, it was actually kind of as a favor to a guy that was an account of mine. But, you know, I liked the guy and I'd always wanted to learn, you know, how to bartend. And I started bartending at a, you know, craft cocktail bar, a place that was kind of new haven's first real craft cocktail bar before they became um in fashion and um the one thing i've noticed uh, more than anything because we service a lot of yale um students and faculty members or people associated with the university in any way is that they just totally lack the ability to see outside of their work and by that i mean they're so hyper focused, and I get it. You know, it's the third oldest university in the country, regarded as a top three university in the country. Um, and these years of their lives will probably be some of the most important years of their lives. but they're incapable of having a conversation outside of what they do. So we get a lot of first dates, right? We get a lot of uh, we get a lot of, you know, tinder bumble dates, and they're very obvious because, you know, you have that like nervous energy in the start of it because you, you know someone through the internet, but you don't really know them. So there's like, you know, you can always tell. And I, I here, I'll give you a perfect story. So um, Valentine's Day, I worked Valentine's Day because I'm a loser and my only Valentine is my dog. Um, but
1: Hey, uh, shout out my mom. She's been my only Valentine for uh, 29, 30 years now. Sorry. Toby, Go we ahead. miss you.
0: Oh, Toby and I have the same birthday, by the way. Um, uh, no, you don't. You're well, both Gemini's. She, we, oh, you out. just gave it away. Damn it. And we got a Oh, actually. Well, hey, listen. Ben and I are both born in the month of June. So the answer for the wine giveaway is June. So follow on Spotify and or subscribe on iTunes. Send us a screenshot. And the answer to the question is June. Uh, to and, and, At Sunday Conversation Instagram page. And while we're
1: talking giveaways, we're going to do the dad hat giveaway. So, that being said. Hold on.
0: I lost lost you after everything I said.
1: And with that being said, um, we'll do the dad hat giveaway too, or as well. Okay.
0: Hit them with it. Hit them with
1: Um, it. The dad hat giveaway, all you had to do was follow the page like the photo tag a friend and nine people joined or sorry. We got nine comments. Three of them are the same person. Shout out Dylan Brown. I'm sorry. Dil Brown 91. Uh, You seem to be a a loyal follower already. Um, One was my sister. One was my cousin. One was Scotty Mac. So none of you are getting it. However, Brett Reed tagged his one brother and then his identical twin brother, and then his identical twin brother tagged another brother. So we're going to give two matching dad hats, two of two, to Austin and Brett Reed. Shout out the Richmond Spiders. They play lacrosse there, Division One athletes. Um they're they're gonna love the dad hat. Reed um, boys, great job. Boys. Appreciate the shout, support. Shout out Ty Reed, um my goalie and juniors, he's killing it. He'll he'll actually he'll be on one of the episodes. Um, um
0: I need to call out my family members because your family, um, whether they be extended or immediate, really participate, and that's great. My family, if you're listening. Like, what the fuck? Can you support my dreams a little bit? I'm out here trying to make a name for myself and you guys can't even leave a goddamn comment on an Instagram page. I mean, you know, Jesus Christ, I'll remember this, you know, next time family gatherings come around and I got to be somewhere, I'll remember this. But um, we were talking okay. We were talking about. Uh, go ahead.
1: Oh no, I was just say it is what it oh, is. Oh, I got it.
0: I got it. So we were talking about Yale students and dates and I was working on Valentine's, Valentine's day. Yeah. So I'm working on Valentine's day and obviously most of the night is couples. It was a pretty low key night. Um, because it's all couples, 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 couples. So about halfway through the night, just out of pure coincidence, we get two couples sitting at the bar that are both on first dates with each other. Um, First date on Valentine's Day. First date it? on Valentine's Day. <laughs> not, not bad because you know
1: if it goes you know, somewhere, it's cool. But like right,
0: right. And and if it doesn't, well, whatever. At least you had something to do on Valentine's Day. So, they could not have been more polar opposites. They were both. Uh, one one group. One of the dates was Yale um, graduate students. The other two, I think, were both undergrad. But the undergrad kids were both from different countries. Uh, The the guy was from Portugal. The girl was from, I believe, Turkey or Hungary. Um, So they had this commonality that they both, you know, their parents had immigrated here. And their conversation was great. It's flowing nonstop. They're talking about what it was like growing up, what their families are like, you know, what their objectives and dreams are, you know, things they like to do. The guy's guy's got a great personality. You know, he's talking to me as the bartender. It's great. The other one, the girl was, you know, super nice, total sweetheart. I've seen her before. She's come in a couple times. The guy just – it looked like he hadn't been on a date in five years and so they you know they did the same thing that all the yield dates do right they talked about what they're studying what they're learning um what their so, future I mean
1: is it is it that easy to like kind of hear everything that they're saying like yeah as a
0: so we, we have we have a very art the 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 space behind our bar between the bar and the back bar is very tight. Um, it's about big enough for two people of like mine and your size. Like you and I can move around each other fine, but like you have to squeeze around each other. You can't just walk by each other. you like, if you're coming by, I need to push up. And then if I'm going by, you need to push back. Like, so, and then there's uh, just,
1: yeah. So you can definitely hear, So like, you can uh, hear
0: everything. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, depending on where they're sitting. So these two couples were sitting, right in front of we have two stations and they were sitting towards the second station which is where i was working so i was sitting right there and like i said it wasn't that busy i mean it was busy but because it's couples it's just different you know when it's big groups and parties it's a little bit more right intense. of course of course um but since it's just couples you know i had the ability to kind of listen in a little bit and so this other date that did not go well at all you know he talked about himself the whole time and you know his what he's studying at Yale, what he wants to do in the future, what his research is going to do, blah, blah, blah. And she was very accommodating. And then the first question he asked her is, what is your fondest childhood memory? Which is like, you know, not a terrible question, but it's a little weird to be like, you know, one of the first like five questions you ask on the first date.
1: Yeah, I got and... bucked off a horse and broke
0: my neck. Like, <laughs> yeah. thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Ten years, (laughs) years. And so she, you know, it's like, Oh geez. Um, you know, I don't know. One doesn't like come to mind right away, but like, let me think about it. What's yours now when you ask, did he like
1: set that up? So just so she would be like, what's yours. So
0: that's what you would think, right? Like you ask a question like that, you're expecting that the person out of courtesy is going to be like, well, what's yours.
1: Oh, he was in a Disney channel original movie. No.
0: Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you ever a smart house? I was actually, smart house. I was the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes, I don't know. You know, let me think about it. What's yours? And he goes, Oh, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I don't really have one. That question just kind of popped into my head. And it's like, buddy, what are you doing? And so like it just was very obvious to bring this kind of full circle was like, it's very obvious to me that this was a kid that like you know, had been so focused on his work and his life and his singular drive on his mission that, that yeah, he he just, he has nothing outside of that. And like, I think that's a thing that like these, like kids are dealing with these days where it's, they put so much fucking stress on themselves to focus on this one thing that they're forgetting to live at all, you know?
1: Right, right. It's like, you know, the old saying going back, like, you know, every, every person that you knew, that kind of went all in on like a sport when they were younger. Like, isn't it safe to say they pretty much, I mean, besides like Sidney Crosby, like they probably got burnt out, you know, sure. and it, Like totally. not, e- not even far into their teenage years either. Right. Like, meaning like they were, they were done because, you know, it, and it can go the same thing, you know, same way for a student. The academic. It's like, sure. yeah. you know, it's like, if you're, Every single day, it's like, I got to go to, you know, piano lessons and I got, you know, my math tutor and I got, you know, s- you know, whatever it may be like, oh, I-, I have to participate in the local town science fair. And right. like, you know, I got to read and-, and it's just like, you know, chances are that is a uh, a forced situation, obviously, I- like, you know, a-, a kid that wants to do that all on his own completely different situation. Sure. But, sure. You know, I just don't know that there are a lot and the ones that, you know, there are obviously very special.
0: Um, yeah. I think, um, well, Hey, listen, buddy, we have been talking for about an hour. Let's, let's kind of bring this thing home in talking about kind of what our objectives are going forward in the coming weeks. And then, uh, and then we'll wrap it up from there. So, um, You know, the first few episodes, it'll probably just be the two of us talking um, for now, uh, just because we kind of want to feel our way through it. This is very much a learning process for the two of us. Um, uh, What we would like to achieve at some point is get to the point where we can talk to people who have created things, um, whether they be businesses or products, whether they've succeeded or failed, you know, and not, I'm not talking about like fucking Bill Gates, you know, I'm talking about people that on a, on a much smaller level have created something. Right. Uh, like, Go
1: ahead. I, I, I was just going to say, chances are you and I know them. Um, right. meaning, uh, you know, it, it's a, a friend or acquaintance of ours that, that has, you know, done something that's inspired us. And I think that's what this is all about. We're, we're right. just trying to, you know, I think that you you and I are 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 not afraid to say start a podcast. So that yep. being said, um, I, there's a lot of things that that people may be interested in that that you wouldn't normally, you know, hear about or 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 kind of seek out. So we're gonna bring them to you essentially.
0: Yeah, and if there's you know if there's if you're listen if you're listening and you've got an idea that you want to get out there or an idea that you've explored and maybe it didn't work out for you and you want to come on, I mean, reach out to us. We're more than happy to talk to anybody. Um, if you've got things you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out. I mean, this is as interactive as, as anything else. I mean, so just to kind of go over our social one more time, it's at Sunday conversation on uh, Instagram at SunConPod pod on Twitter. Um, the Twitter will be up and running by the time this drops. Uh, we're gonna have a YouTube page. We'll have a Facebook page. All that stuff. We'll probably update you with that next week. Um, not all of that is set up yet. Um, if you are old school, you want to email us. It's sunconpod at gmail dot com. Um, but you know, we want to hear from you guys and like yeah, I said,
1: positive and negative feedback. Obviously, right? Yeah,
0: either way. I mean, if we're you not don't scared, it, just put it in the subject line so we choose not to read it. But you know, we're not scared of it. Um, I-
1: I played division three college hockey. I've, I've, I've been spoken to uh, in a negative manner. Um, <laughs> <I'm
0: not laughs> but, but any, but truly any criticism uh, positive or negative is, is helpful for us. Um, Cause you know, you guys are seeing us build this uh, or try to build this from the ground up. And uh, you know, we're, we're feeling our way through it just as much. So any insight is, is appreciated, but um I think that's as good a place as any to to bring her home, and um, we'll uh, we'll chat next week, buddy. Yeah. Good talk. Good talk, pal. Love you. All right. See ya. See
1: yeah.